This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Fried. So good to be back here in studio with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? I'm great. Had a lovely Thanksgiving. <coughs> How um, was it? Well, you were with Mike's family. I was with Mike's family. It was very nice. Great food. I didn't have to do anything. Show up. Great Chill time. out on the couch. Yeah. Good to go. Exactly. Now, do you go for the whole day? Is this a morning? Is this sleepover? Um, because we live so so close, they live yeah. in Long Beach, as you know. Yes. Um, the, the the town that Jordana shall crush yes. once she buys up all <laughs> That's the. Real I just estate. go to scope it out. Yeah. To, uh, you know. Um. So yeah, because they live in Long Beach, um, I about an hour back. from the city. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if, driving, if you're yeah. driving. Yeah. yeah. Um. I we we came back that night just because it's like I think I'm I'm generally I feel like of the age where I just like to be in my own bed if I can. I'm with you. You know, nothing like waking up in your own bed. Exactly. It's not going to bed in your own bed. It's waking up in your own bed, knowing it you is. didn't. This is the the point of taking the flight and getting out of there and getting home. Yeah. And, ah, should we drive home after the show? Should we drive home after Thanksgiving? Ah, we could do it in the morning. Then you're stuck in the morning traffic. Right. The day starts at 10 instead of 8 or 11 instead of 9. You know, it's, uh, no, I'm with you. I, that, that's the decision I kind of live with when you go on the road. Like, yeah, it's sure. like, can I should find I a, home? right. Yeah. Can I find a flight Sunday night if there's a Sunday night show? Can I find a flight, you know, early, early morning just right. to get out of there? Because it's just. You either want last flight out or, or first flight out. I agree. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a great, lovely time. How was Boca? Boca was great. It is I mean, I love it there. Like I I I, <laughs> I really enjoy everything about it. I also just and I said last week we what? talked about it on the podcast, my anxiety level. But there's a show within the show. I'm watching the show. My uh, parents are crazy. They're out of there. We, there's a video I posted on TikTok. Very I didn't funny. even put it on the joke Instagram. With the whale. You got to make oh, the your, whale you joke. More animal that, those noises. Always that. A pleasure. <laughs> that bomb. Okay, so when you go to Boca, everyone's tell a joke. Tell what do you do? What when you tell people you're a comedian? There are a couple different reactions. There's there's the, the really nice one that's like, oh my god, really? What where do you perform? Uh, how long have you been doing it? Those are very interested questions. Then there's a, there's this other version of I'm offended that you do comedy. Oh, you think you're funnier than me? Who do you think you are? Is is a little bit of the who is how old is the youngest permanent resident in this community? There, so this is. The, this is something my parents will tell you. It's a young community. Okay. To them, it is young. What is young? They have. There's families there. There's like people with, with like kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. They're oh, not wow. in like a 55 plus situation. Oh, I thought this was like a retirement area. It, it just so happens to be. This is like. Would you raise your kids there? Um, in every, the go on the golf course. <laughs> they. I mean, they're living a different life there. Right. You could tell, like I, you know, 
there are people who grew up there. Like Woodfield is is one of the big communities down there. Okay. And there are people that like went to high school, lived inside the community. Like they lived that life. It's like I would say that growing up in a community in Boca is similar not similar in, in life, but like similar difference of real life as a New York City kid. Okay. Like a kid who grows right. up in the city has a very different life and a very yes. different uh, trials and tribulations that they go through growing up. The kid who grows up in a golf course community <laughs> similarly has lived a different experience I like how than it's me. like the Jewish version of like the kids who grow up skiing in Colorado in the mountains. <laughs> right. It's like the more complainy version of that. Oh, the complaints. Oh, the complaints. I don't know if I told this last week. I just told you now. There was a woman. I walked out of the clubhouse. She's walking in and she just goes, I hate it here. <laughs> and I wanted to like look at her and go, do you mean earth? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you aware? Yeah, right. I don't understand. Yeah. It, and so they're in a young community. It's not like and it's funny because everyone's not about to die. There's some people close to death. (laughs) There's some death around the corner. Death is knocking for some of the people, but most of the people, they're not. See, my Thanksgiving. They've got a few years left. Right. Because my brother and I have aged with our parents and we don't have marriage kids. Like we didn't get married at 27 and have kids already. Our holiday events, like you were with like Mike's family Mm -hmm. and was his brother there? Yes. Brother, my sister-in-law. So this is this is the classic, get the family together, everyone else out. Right. Because my grandfather growing up was a big invite everybody guy. Okay. So now my mom is a big, if someone doesn't got a place, come. I don't care how rando you are. It looked like you were like at a restaurant. Well, we're at the clubhouse. That's where everyone does Thanksgiving. Everyone does Thanksgiving there. So oh. the, the beauty of moving there is that you don't have, my mom's like, I'm not cooking. Fuck that. We're going to oh. go to the buffet. And they put on a buffet. Like I'm it's sure. a good, it's yeah. a nice, it's nice. But then my mom goes, you know, who's at the table? So it's like, my mom's like totally in the camp. And I think it's very nice. If she's taught, she does this with my shows, which is annoying, but it's everyone nice. Everyone should come. Come. Uh, yeah. You got no, come. Bring. Come. I don't care. <laughs> My mom is a, a like is has never had an awkward moment in her life. She doesn't believe she's never felt awkward. Okay, so she'll just invite no anybody. No shame. No, shame, no nothing. Yeah. No no anything. If you watch video, just nothing. Nothing okay. phases her. Right. Is what I would say, and and I mean that it's a nice thing. Okay, and it's, it's it's so she'll be like, "You come, you're with us. Come with us." So we always have this like random posse of of olds. Okay. <laughs> Because it's people that like maybe the family couldn't show up or whatever. So we had this like my aunt and uncle, myself, my brother's girlfriend. But not your brother. Not my brother because he was working. So like, again. She didn't want to stay with her own family? She had to work. Oh, okay. She's a, you know, she works. She's in the news in in Miami. So she's a sportswoman. So, you know, and and it's really nice that she came. Like, it's cool to have her being a part of the family, which is really nice. And then... This I saw other the photo booth pic. Yeah, it's like a, the, the photo booth pic. Right. She looks like it's my sister. Right. You know, so and then this other random couple that were very nice, but you know, they've been living at the community. They join up. And the one guy, the husband was like, tell us a joke. Like he wanted to know, like, what do you what kind of he goes, what what what's your thing? You know, that's another Who what, filmed this this joke. So I said so he so he Ruthie, my brother's girlfriend, Ruthie, what happened was 
This guy goes, I got a joke for you. And I go, okay, great. And there's something called street jokes. If you don't know what street jokes are, street jokes are basically public domain for jokes. Anyone can tell them. Okay. No one knows who wrote them. They're just like two, a rabbi and a lawyer going to the bar. Sure. Like that type of joke. Right. Why did the, the chicken cross the road? Right. That's a street joke that is a Catskills, Borscht Belt, old thing. Sure. It is in comedy, they, anyone can tell them. Street jokes are a lot of fun. If you get a bunch of street jokes together and everyone knows one, mm -hmm. they're always fun to tell. They're always like gimmicky and fun. So this guy tells this street joke. He goes, I got a joke for you. And I'm like, let me get out my paper and pen. Like, I'm kind of joking, but he didn't. He was like, "Okay, yeah, take out your paper and pen. <laughs> you know, this might, this might help you. Okay. And I, he tells this joke that I've heard before, but it's a street joke. And, he, and it's like, it's this whole long thing that basically ends with, <laughs> the, the premise of the joke is I fucked your daughter and she gave me a venereal disease. It's really, if you, okay. if you think into it. Very it, 2022. Right, very 22. Everyone laughs, fun. He's like, uh, you know, the salesman shows up at the farmer and the farmer says, don't touch my daughters. You know, it's like that type of joke. Sure. So then I go, I got a joke. And... <laughs> Oh, that. So that then was, I go, Ruthie, tape me. This is going to bomb so badly because my friend told this joke at 4th of July and it bombed so badly, but we all knew it was a bad, like we laughed at how bad the right. joke was. So that was but when point. you're with older people, I don't think they even understand the, like, honestly, when I go, I got a joke, my parents are like, show them what you got, son. Okay. Like they don't think him. that okay. I'm, and I'm like, I'm going to tell this purposely bad joke. So I, I go, okay, two whales walk into a bar. They sit down. The first whale goes, second whale, <laughs> The second whale looks at him and goes, hey, Brad, you drunk? I don't get it. Can you explain the joke? You're like my parents. Everyone at the table was like, what the fuck was that? They were so angry. I don't get it. It's just that he's a whale and the guy's like, are you drunk? Like, you don't act like that normally. But hasn't he always been a whale? Right. That's like... A... <laughs> Every time it hits, <laughs> production is loving it. It doesn't... It, it hits in a way that it's not... That it's so stupid. It's right. not as... And... If you go to the video, my mom is like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever, like they were like offended that I have embarrassed the family. I see. She, they, she was like, take it she, back. She okay. thought it was going to be like a real joke. She's like, oh, let's hear this joke. And I'm like, right. I'm doing that and in the middle of Thanksgiving. that's all anyone's going to remember about you until next right. Thanksgiving. I mean, the guy who I told it to, the guy who told the street joke to me, he goes, ah, hopefully all the crackheads in Miami come to your show. Like he like <laughs> made some comment. Everyone's going to hate that <laughs> right? joke. Well, it did well here. Thank you. I yes. except for you. <laughs> I still don't get it. It's just stupid. It's supposed to be bad. Okay. And the idea they literally like every my uncle was like, what the hell was that? He's like, oh, what the hell is that? Like it was so Seinfeld, their reaction. Right. I think next year we should do a thing where we tell everyone who listens to go tell the whale joke at their next family event. Yeah. And tape everyone's you know reaction. Tell it at the next holiday. Tag you up. Yeah, Christmas. next holiday, Christmas. Yeah. Do the whale joke. Or Hanukkah. See what people go, I got a joke. And see, every oh, okay, good. People love a joke. Yeah. Tell us how it goes. It could be like one of those TikTok trends where you pretend to be like from Devil Wears Prada or something. Right. No, it's like when they when Jimmy Kimmel tells them, tell your kids you ate the candy. 
Yes. You ever see that? That was funny. Yeah. First year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So show us a video of your family reacting to the yes, whale joke. I love that. Okay. Also, just so you, before we get into our show, I wanted to give you your gift because it's belated or anniversary gift. Whoa. Yes. No, now, I didn't forget about it. Okay. It was, so- it was, uh, it was really weighing on me. I love getting a gift, but I'm not good at getting them. Okay. Like, I don't know how to thank enough. I don't know if my gift, I'm, ho- I set Did the standard. Did you feel thanked enough for, for your gift? Absolutely. Okay. I don't need to be thanked. I don't give a fuck. Okay. You know? <laughs> but I, I think because I don't care to be thanked, I don't know if I'm giving enough. Oh, no, do not worry about okay. it. Okay. I also don't, don't care to be thanked. Don't, okay. don't, don't believe in thank you, Kurtz. <laughs> thank you. Okay. All right. All right. So. Because you got me a, a $50 gift card to Starbucks, yes. I, because I was two or three weeks late, had to get you a $75 gift card Whoa. to one of your favorite date spots, Dante. Whoa! Oh, sorry, got to make sure we, we cross out that that uh, that gift card uh, line so that no one steals <laughs> the gift it. card. Um, but you said you liked that I that love Dante. Right? And then also, um, so I got 75 because I'm late and it oh my to God. be better. That's not necessary, but thank you. And here's my other thing is I wanted to make sure that you went on a date, used and then used, a, paid with a gift card. Okay. So that I can hear the story. It's really, it's a gift for me as well. And for the audience. And yeah, I could have, I could have emailed you the gift card. But instead, I was like, let me print it. I want to hear the story of him taking. He's Hold on a date. Hold on. Yeah, I'm going to fold comes. it up. Sir, I have a gift card. Um, <laughs> so it's, so I have to use it that way. I mean, you I'm don't, okay with that. I'm okay. I feel like you should. I'm okay to make for whatever. The story, for, for the, the story. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay to waste a woman's night. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, you've definitely gotten this red flag or deal breaker. They right. pay with a, with a gift card. They pay with a coupon. This is not a coupon. It's not a coupon, but yeah. it's a gift card. Yes. I mean, it's. I'm putting it in my wallet. I'm folding it up. Amazing. It will be given. I Okay, so here's how I'll do it. I love this. I will go on a date to Dante. Okay. I will not reveal the gift card until the end of the date. Yes. And I will say, I got it. When the check comes, I'll go, I got it. And then, actually, I have a gift card. That's how I'll say yes. it. And I'll unfold it. <laughs> Make sure it's super crumpled. Put it, Make sure it's as crumpled as possible. Right. Put it on top of the check right. with my card if there's more. If there's more. If they, yes. You know, if it doesn't cover the whole thing. Which I'm, I'm a drinker. Yeah, you know, I, don't know. Okay. I don't know if apps you're getting, whatever. Yeah. Dante is not a cheap place. It's not, I'm sure. And I will come back with the story once it happens. Thank you. It hasn't, I mean, I don't have anyone in mind. I haven't right. brought, I mean, if they're a listener, they're going to be prepared. Yes. I love gift. I love giving gifts that are gifts for me as well. So it's I'm the with most- you. I love it. I love it. Thank you. I, I this is of uh, course. Thank what you. A, happy five f- years. Happy five years. Happy five years to the audience. To us. I mean, in the dating game, I've like. I mean, as far as like, who would I go on a date with? I've been in a a rut. Have you? I feel like you've been very close to a second date with with um, with people with people. I've been close to second dates, but just, I don't know. I, I'm not excited not about it. I'm not motivated. December's I, a weird time. I agree with you. And plus the special coming up, I'm like, I don't really have, like last night I did two hour sets at the cellar to get ready. Right. And then I was thinking of doing something tonight and then I'm like, fuck, I've, I've filled up the calendar. Like I kind of have to wait until the after special. After the, the 8th. After the 8th, I'm kind of off and until. This, ep- this episode comes out on the 7th. Se- the 7th. So th- tonight I'll. 
I mean, I also was like, I'm not going to drink until the special. I'm going to take a month off. I'm going to be good. And then that went out the window. I mean, you went home. So quickly. Can't not drink when you go you home. You can't not drink when you go home, right? right. Yeah. I mean, you can't that's not when drink you need it the most, when, right? Right. <laughs> take off your shoes. Oh, the drink. <laughs> yes. No, I think that uh, that makes sense. I think, again, it's it's short enough time where it doesn't seem like this huge excuse of I'm too right. busy and all this stuff. And then you probably got like some holidays. I mean, I just think December is a kind of strange time, right? Because there's a lot of other stuff going on, which is un, which is uh, not as common for the winter. Right. And it's just... People go home, people, people go, go away. People go home, everyone's got, you know, the excuses build in. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going away. Yeah, I don't know. I... I was on these dating apps and I'm just like, I told you I switched my location to Boca and then I switch it back to New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at one point it showed we've run out of people. And I was like, in New oh, York? Wow. In New York? <laughs> right, right. Like a- in New York. And I go, Jared. Like I, I had run to like- Run out of people. I go, Jared, what is wrong with you? Like you're the problem. Like To quote Taylor Swift. Tay Tay told me. the problem, me, it's me. Me. Because if you run out of people in New York- you got to fucking talk to yourself. (laughs) I mean, I don't, could there be a city where there were more options? I don't know. What is the city with more options? I'll never forget. My buddy came here. My buddy was like going through a divorce. He came to the city. He goes, he goes, I love Bumble here, man. You never run out of women. And he came from Boston. So it's like, he was in Boston running out of people. Here, he's like, it's just, yeah, I don't think there's a city with more people. So yeah, if you run out of options in New York, you might be the issue. But, that's not to say you're you're an issue, right? And, uh, well, I think we've got you know. Let's give some people some dating advice. Let's <laughs> now that we've established your credibility. My credibility is zero. Um, oh, one more thank you before we get started. Of course, started. the people posting the Spotify Wrapped. Oh, I know it's like kind it. of like this little silly thing that everyone. It's easy to make fun of. It is so nice of you to post it and make us a part yes. of your lives in that way, um, and to tag us and thank you that that's very cool yes to hear that we've spent thousands of minutes in your ears this year it really it's extremely flattering i'm extremely grateful think about talking about you know post thanksgiving it's it's really nice five years that's right people who said the intros are too long fuck you (laughs) exactly (laughs) look who's laughing now right we're all over that spotify wrapped yeah, we're under 20 minutes now for the intro, too. We're good to I'm go. Impressed with I'm only going to promote one date. Let's I'm, hear, let's two hear dates. Virginia Beach is this weekend. I don't even... I don't need... I'm coming, okay? I don't know what material what I have. Is, what are the actual dates? Because I did read one review that was Uh-oh. like... You say this weekend, but if you're not, if you're listening to an old episode, oh. so well, I guess, you, what's the actual date? Well, I guess my 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 rebuttal to that person is jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. If it ain't there, I'm, yeah, jaredfree.com. Yeah. <laughs> if it ain't there, I'm gone. I've I've been. Yes. So Virginia Beach is the 9th and 10th of December, and then I'm going to be in San Diego. For New Year's weekend. Oh wow. That's a fun New Year's San weekend. Diego. San Diego. Nice and warm. Right. Beautiful, warm. Um, if you're in San Diego, I'm going to be trying to bring new material. And, you know, because the special is like, that's it. And you're coming this Saturday to the show. I'm coming this Saturday to the practice round. Right. I'm coming on the 8th. I'll Can't be wait. there. Um, I'm very excited. It's going to be one of the highlights of my December. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's getting better. It's good. I've seen you. You've all, you're already great. So I thank can you. only imagine... Well, here's the other thing. The energy of the room is going to be wild because I just did two shows at the cellar. It was for, you know, it was our audience, you know, people that like this show. 
couldn't have been better. Like people were supportive. They're excited. They got relatability at an all-time high. Like all the jokes, everyone's like, that's me. It's happening. So that's that's cool to hear. So. And the show sold out in like, both shows sold out in like under an hour. So Half you know, hour. You know it's going to be good. What else we got? Uh, and then your podcast, I'm a huge fan. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, oversharing. You know, check it out. It's out every Tuesday. It calms me. That's I will good. say, I, I don't think now, my voice is calming to anyone. <laughs> I think it is to, to a lot of people. <laughs> okay. Laughter is very relaxing to a lot of people. Uh, well, I'm having fun listening to you and your sister. It's a very, you know, some podcasts, now that podcasting has become this industry. Right. Everyone they, has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. And also everyone just like meets one day. Like, we should start a podcast. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> right? You and your sister have this lived-in experience that right. can't be replicated which I, so because our parents are so crazy. (laughs) Right. So thank your parents for giving us the, what the fuck is this? Oh my God. My podcast just started on my phone. Cause I said podcast. Was it your, is it your podcast? No. If I was, if you, (laughs) if that was the big reveal that I listened to my own, uh, you share your Spotify (laughs) rap. It's just uh, J train, J train, J train, J train, you up J train (laughs) bachelor. And thank you to subscri- the sub- you have subscribers because I've seen a lot that are, you know, they come up to, as two separate podcasts. A lot of right. people, both the You Up show and the, the Benefits show are both in your in your top listens. So. Very cool. Very I cool. I love that. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows summer is just around the corner so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees i wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune luckily i found quince now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's get to the email. Let's do it. Okay. I'll read the first one. Hey, Jordana and Jared, I'm a 31-year-old man who's been on- What up, bro? (laughs) Who's been on the apps for a few years and I have a situation I wanted to get your thoughts on. Two-ish years ago, I matched with a woman, let's call her Maria, on Hinge. What is this, West Side Story? Maria, I just DM'd with a girl named Maria. She sent a happy face. I love that. I think we should do a modern day, right? um, modern day West Side Story. Oh, I love it. That's- I hearted the response to her. Can imagine changing. Maria. <laughs> imagine changing the lyrics to the matchma- matchmaker, matchmaker to uh, you know like hinjab, hinjab. Right, make Hin- me a match. Well, listen, start paying hinge, right? <laughs> for or that, for or that whoever city. wants to sponsor that uh, <laughs> that Broadway show. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find. Catch me a catch. It's a great song. It's a great song. So, two-ish years ago, he matched with a woman. Let's call her Maria on Hinge. Maria. I also love when they write, like, let's call her something, and then they never use the name again. Right. Let's call her what's her face. Uh, (laughs) We had some good banter via text, followed each other on social media, and I asked her to get drinks, but she was noncommittal when it came to setting a date, so things fizzled. Hmm. A year later, I was back on the apps after a relationship that didn't work out, and I see Maria. I like her photo again. You just can't help yourself with some people, you know? I've been there. And she matches with me and says something along the lines of, we've matched before, and I follow you on Instagram. Uh, The skull emoji. Skull and crossbones emoji. Yep. We chat a bit and I ask her out again, but just like the first time, she's noncommittal. So in the spirit of George W. Bush, <laughs> fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, we can't get fooled again. I don't even... It was a... Is that like shame on me? Well, it's fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me is right. the, is the yes. saying, but George W. Bush has famously said it that way. Okay. So this is a... The rib on on George Bush. It was a little bit of a he he went for a reference. Okay, and it's appreciated. I'm not sure if it hit, but it, you know, listen. Sometimes try. it's the whale joke. Sometimes it's uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get one past this emailer because he said I unfollow her on Instagram and move on with my life after that. Okay. Cut to present day. Maria still follows me on Instagram and responds to a relatively uninteresting story I post, not in a flirty manner. But there's a few messages back and forth. My question, how do you think she views this scenario? And as a follow-up, if you have time, <laughs> what do you think the skull and crossbones means? And yes, I feel incredibly old having to ask for an emoji translation. Love the podcast. So let's start with the easy one. The the emoji. The emoji is yeah. dead. Dead. Right. right. I'm that. dead. I'm LOL. dead. It's it's a it's a version of LOL. Yes. Like it's a version of like, oh my God. Dying. Dying. Yeah. Right. So yeah. And that was an easy one. That was easy. We've matched before and I follow you. And to put it in context with what she wrote, because he matches with her again, we've matched before and I follow you on Instagram dead. It's, it's, it's a call out, but a playful call out. It's kind of like, we're calling our, we're calling both of ourselves out. Right. Let's, let's be honest about that. We're, let's make sure we start the conversation that we've met before. Yeah. 
instead I, of because it happens sometimes i've i mean i have hearted people's profiles they go back again i'm like i don't have any memory dead <laughs> you know we've had this i had someone like i've written to people like to their prompts and they go you know we've talked about this before and i'm like okay it makes me when they do that it makes me want to literally take the app crumple the app up and throw it into the ocean and never return again. Like if, if someone said that to me at a party, if, if, if the, if the dating app's a party and I went up to a woman and I was like, Hey, uh, I am fluent in sarcasm. And she was like, you know, you already said that line to me. I would run out of the party crying. <laughs> like it, it makes me, right. it is so embarrassing. There's a nicer way to go about that. What's obviously, the nicer you way? Well, cause I could write back. Well, what? obviously you weren't interesting enough to remember. <laughs> but I don't. Well, let's hear what's the nicer way. Hey, I'm not sure if you remember or not, but we've met before on this app. I think like it's hard to detect tone though, because I'm not sure if you remember or not. It could be like I don't know if you remember or not, but ooh. we've matched fair on this app before too. So like maybe the tone, and again, maybe this tone is more playful than I think this person's tone's playful. Yeah, the I dead emoji is playful. Dead emoji is playful. To, to call out that someone has already made this joke to you is like, that's offensive. That I don't know the, another tone to take that with. What do you mean? I'm, like, I'm saying in my scenario right, yeah. where I like joke around with their prompt, which is me making an effort, like more than liking your bathing suit picture. Yeah. To write back, to, to accept the match on Hinge, which is what you have to do and go, you will try again. You've done this joke already. It's like, fuck off. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I run into that scenario now, and then there's a moment because we're so alone in this dating world I'm like am I on this so much that that I'm the only one who rematches with people and does the same like is this a me problem or right. does this happen is like my first thought. I'm sure this happens all the time I would assume I remember this happening to me okay. like you know you date you're on the apps for long enough you match with the same people right over and over again or on more than one app mm-hmm yeah. I don't know if you follow them on Instagram, but like that. Well, happened. Sure. so what do you think of this? So what do I think? I think, and I, we say this a lot. This is an example of some people just want to know you would. Right. They don't really want to go out. They just want it. They want a little ego boost mm -hmm. of knowing you would. So he asks her out. She knows this guy asked me out before. Mm -hmm. um, she's not totally interested in going out with him, but it feels nice to be asked out. Right. So she's kind of like. Yeah, I could go for that again. In addition to what you're saying, I totally agree. Some people just like the feeling. They're they're on the dating app for the gamification of it. Yeah. The dopamine rush that they get from that is the same I get from Wordle. Right. You know, like yes. getting the Wordle right and getting a match feels good. Feels good. Little hit. Here's the one thing I'll say. The minute you go from the app to Instagram, someone is doing that. Of the two, I'm not sure if it's both of you or one of you, uh, but someone in this conversation needs more convincing. Obviously, right. it was her. Yeah. She needed to see more than what you had on the app. I don't think, I think to me, if I need to see more, I don't want to go out with you. She doesn't want to go out with him. That's the thing. Right. So she, but but the problem is she goes, oh, he's got a little bit of the things I want. They go to Instagram. She sees the Instagram follows and goes, eh, and she doesn't want to go out anymore. Right. She she got, you know, liking on an app for someone is a first step. Some people, they're like, no one ever talks to me on the app. And it's like, well, that was their first step. You guys have different levels of, you know, letting people in. Right. Different thresholds for what it takes to get you on a date. 
Absolutely. Also. And I mean, to bring, you know, what I, anything, something I've learned from Dr. Naomi on this mm. is that your thoughts are not your permanent state of being, right? Okay. So in her mind, she's like, okay, I'm not really interested. But then she sees something and she's like, maybe I could be interested. And then they talk and then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah actually, I'm not interested. Or right. like in that moment, she was like, yeah, I'm, like when maybe when they're talking before he asks her out. She's like, yeah, I could be into this. And then it comes time for like her to say yes to a time and date. And she's like, actually. And I see eye to eye. happens to you all the time. I'm sure. I see eye to eye with her completely. That happens to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Eh, if I'm not, if not now, it's never. Right. <laughs> you know? But then I'm sure you have a moment where you're like, maybe I should have gone out with that yes, person. Absolutely. So that, and, and from the other side, I've been on the other side too. I've been in this guy's position. Mm-hmm. You ask them out and they don't give you a straight answer. And you go, what the fuck? Why am I the one pushing for this when all I want to do is get drinks? Right. And this person, it's such a big deal for them. Oh, and you can see he's getting affected by it. And that's I mean, my- we wrote into this podcast. We wrote so. into this podcast. <laughs> that's one, I would one issue. But most of all, she he goes, the whole fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. I unfollowed her. Fuck that bitch. And it's like- you could tell, like, he's like, I got to show her what's up. And it's like, no, she doesn't care that much. Right. And when you care more than the other person, you feel like a. Now that's what makes him write it. Because yeah. he's like, what the fuck is happening here? She's still following. She's still writing back to my stories. I asked her out. Right. What, what more does she want? Right. What are you doing yes. with me? Let me go. Yes. <laughs> and, and I, no, it's nice to see that from a man's perspective. Right. And it goes both ways because I, I have been in that position and I've been in her position. Right. It, it goes around. So, yeah, I would say I'm like, she's not. She likes that you respond. She knows you're into her enough to to ask her out. That's the other thing. Sorry to interrupt. But that's a big point of this is responding to your stories She's responding to stories of a guy who's attracted to her. Yes. And that's what feels good. He has to remember that. Mm -hmm. The dating apps are two people saying, I'm attracted to each other. So when you have that information, you have that information. You know, like that is in the background of everything you do. So what she gets out of it, you're like, well, why does she need to like answer? She knows you thinks you, she's she knows you would yeah right knows sometimes you would. that's all you really need to know absolutely and i have to say because we haven't necessarily discussed this part of it yet but those things are especially nice when you've been rejected by someone that you're actually interested in and i don't know if men <laughs> this, do this and this is this is where <laughs> this is where the roller coaster of this shit heads into like <laughs> the dark cave of of like of shittiness because yeah. you're right. I, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking Yeah, I mean, about. I don't know if you've experienced that, but sometimes I feel like if I, you know, let's say I went on a date with a guy and then I thought it went well and he didn't ask me out on a second date mm. and I'm feeling kind of shitty, I'm like, oh, why don't I respond to the story of this guy that I know? All reliable. All reliable. <laughs> he was like down to, he wants to go out. He, again, he will, he'll give me attention. Right. Um, And that, I could use that right now because I'm feeling a little little down and you know i don't think it's right i think it's like u- a little uzy yeah you're using degree. someone but yeah. in degrees of using someone right. it's the smallest degree because it's just one click away right. and it doesn't feel like a lot but it is no i i i understand that mentality like i understand that as far as like you know going on a date versus 
going out with the person that you've hooked up with before. Yeah. You know, like if I go on the second day, boost. Yeah. I, I can guarantee someone's going to cuddle me. Right. You know, like as opposed to like, I don't know how this is going to yeah. go. And there's, uh, you know, you're not sure. What, are we going to connect? Is it going to be a fun conversation? Oh, reliable, yeah. you know, knows how to touch my nuts. And I don't think it's right. I've had that happen to me. You know, mm -hmm. those are always the guys who come. Like, we've talked about this before, mostly with men, where it's like, right. you know, they come back and they, you know, they they ask you to go out. And when they previously dumped you and you're kind of like, oh, well, I'm really invested in this and they're not. Right. And you're they're kind of using you. And so I do think that happens. I think that this is a pretty small scale of it. So well, it's kind of harmless. Well, men, men get into the harmful version because like, you know, then they're doing that with like needing physicality. Right. You know, when you sleep with someone, it's a different Different, different than story. getting the mental boost, ego boost right. that this person's coming to this guy for, which is, listen, different same but different you know <laughs> with different yes. consequences so right. to speak so yeah i know i get that it's i feel for this guy because what he has to do if he you know now that he's shown he's been affected by this he's got to like kind of block her i think yeah like you've tried mm -hmm. you gave it a shot and what they are is a mirage like he because what happens when you're on his side of things and you know this we've all you go, well, may, oh, look who came back around. Maybe they, and you start yeah. thinking, you go, I could see it. I, you know what? I should, I know, may, you know, you make excuses for them. Oh, I'm sure they were going right. through something. Maybe they're you, seeing someone else. They're back. They must obviously want to go again. And then you ask them out again. And they give you no answer to your ask out again. And you go, oh, fuck, yeah. I'm back. And then you want it more too, because right. now, now it's this thing that's like elusive. Now it's like, oh, they, they, Maybe this time's the time. The forbidden fruit. Right. This is our story. I agree. He should block, not because she's like this horrible person. No. But again, for the the same reason we tell everyone to block people, for themselves. Right. Absolutely. It is interesting to hear from the guy's point of view. Like yeah. this email from the guy's side of things. And it's like, we do have this too. We do have the sand slipping through our fingers. Like that's what it feels like. Right. I just think... I think men do have it too, but when they when they do it when they're on the other side and they do it badly, it feels a lot more mean. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I have a part about that in the special. There's a, I have material about that, and I talk about a version of that. And you can and I even say on stage, I'm like, it's so funny that the women laugh at that and don't laugh at that. And it's like you know the it's joke ain't so funny anymore. <laughs> yes. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. 
Go to Clarence.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarence.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. All right, let's do it. And keep sending them in. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. This is a, this is, this is on the list. This is top. This is, this goes on. Hey, J&J. Love the pod. Sharing a recent awkward sexual encounter, potentially a long one, but hopefully worth it. And you and the listeners find it as funny and mortifying, mortifying as me and my friends. I did. (laughs) on friday night i'm out with the guy i've been hooking up with irrelevant detail he'd come with me and my friends to magic mike after a last minute dropout what a date this is a guy who's really into her i feel like into her or something (laughs) Something. right hey we got one more ticket to to the strip club to the to the male (laughs) review would you like would you like to join yeah fuck yeah also makes him seem cool yeah yeah i'll go i just think he's like it also is kind of like he's into her yeah yeah let's do it um we have some more drinks then decide it's time to head back to his i'm on my period but we discussed that it's all fine (laughs) not fine (laughs) you're bleeding get the fuck out of my face (laughs) i don't want the bears coming for us uh Then we're back at his. As it's about to uh, hit business time, I peel off to the bathroom to discreetly take my tampon out. After I take it out, I realize I can't see a bin in his bathroom. I wrap it up in toilet paper and head to the kitchen to try and find somewhere to get rid of it. I can't find the light switch either, so I am scrambling around in the darkness all around his kitchen. I'd only ever been there once before, so couldn't really remember where things were. I think I find the bin, but then realize it doesn't have a bin liner in it. And I figure I can't just throw it in since it defeats the purpose of me trying to get rid of it discreetly. 
I considered for a second flushing it down the toilet. I know we're not supposed to, but it was an emergency situation. I thought it would be even worse, though, if it clogged the toilet, then came back up, or it needed a plumber to come around or something. I'm racking my mind for solutions. And my drunk brain gets an idea. Put it in your jeans pocket to sort out tomorrow. You ever put a used used tampon in your pocket? No. I have (laughs) flushed many tampons down the toilet, though. You're going to get some DMs. I'm going to get some DMs. I got a lot of DMs about flushing condoms down the toilet. People are like, not Mother Earth. A A condom is like plastic. This is like... I don't know. This, I'm with you. I I'm, don't think. Yeah. I mean, I am not like I'm, I'm advocating everyone do it, but also I've never situation. had a plumbing issue before. Right. I think that she could have easily just done that. You don't I think, think you got maybe a, she's got the like the Mondo tampon, like the huge ones. I, I've done it with the huge ones, too. OK. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for all the information. No, no, let, let, uh, it, let it out. Listen, I, people need to don't know. Don't come things. for me. But. If you're ever in a truly in a true bind, you can do it and nothing bad will happen. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you can you can flush a paper da- towel roll down that toilet. You're good. It's not that big. <laughs> listen, listen. No, listen, we live and learn. But I agree with you. Like that's the option. Yeah, I've never had a plumbing issue. Okay. So I think you have to ask my building though. <laughs> Flash cut to your the the, the, super, the super of your building. Actually. <laughs> Now we know. Jordana! (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) They're coming for me. They're going to come. He's listening. He's a listener. So I think, great. Head back to his bedroom. Find my jeans on the floor in the darkness and put in the back pocket. Feeling very pleased with myself. And then we get down to it. Problem solved, right? Then cut to the next morning and I'm getting dressed to go. I grab my jeans and feel in the pockets, but don't find a tampon. I shake the jeans a few ways and nothing falls out. I'm slightly confused, but convince myself that maybe I found the bin after all and forgot it in my drunk state. So I finish getting dressed and go home and don't think about it again. The next day, he ends up coming over to mine and to hang out. We're talking and he says, do you want to hear the wildest thing that happened? I said, <laughs> I say, yep. (laughs) He starts explaining. So yesterday I got my jeans. I feel some apprehension. And he asks if I know what he's about to say. I said, I think I did. He then goes, he then goes on to say, so I get my jeans, the same jeans I wore out to Magic Mike. And I put my hand in the back pocket and I pull out a tampon. Oh my God. What if he was like, I didn't know they were actual magicians. <laughs> I didn't know Magic Mike is quite a show. Oh my god. They'll put a used tampon in your back pocket. You didn't, didn't even, even know. see it coming. <laughs> I thought it was just a male strip show. They're putting it, the blood looked real. I tasted it. Uh, it tasted just <laughs> In my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God. I was laughing, but also mortified. I thought I'd gotten away with it. I wasn't sure whether to fess up in case there was any chance he thought it might have been someone else's. He said he'd been super confused because he knew I was on my period and thought he'd taken out my tampon and then for some reason put it in his own back pocket, which was very odd and had forgotten about it. This guy had the worst anxiety ever the next day. If that's what he thought, 
Like he, he thought I'm confused. He thought that he took it out. He thought the way I read this was that he was drunk. He, they know because he was sober ish when they had the conversation. Right. I'm on my period. He says it's no problem. So he remembers that conversation. Then they go back and hook up. It's blurry. They're a little drunk. I get it. In his mind, He's like, let me get that for you, dear. Pulls <laughs> it out. He put it in his. Gets up from the bed. Oh, my God. Goes, I'll put it in my back pocket. Maybe you'll want it later. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do men <laughs> think that you can, like, reuse them? Um, I think we know that you can't. I know that you can't. Right. Like a condom. So you wouldn't be right. like, oh, we'll, we'll take the same condom and we'll yeah. put it back on. Put it back on. Let's go for round two. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think. I think, again, I've said this on this show, I'm 10% away from most guys that are, okay. you know, that you're dealing with. I would think that most guys know They're this not. isn't for later, but like. Maybe when you're drinking. I guess, when, you know, well, the thing is when you wake up with anxiety from being drunk, you know this, we, we probably right. feel the same way. You think, what's the worst thing I could have done? Yes. And I would have. Who was mad at me? Who's mad at me? And what's the thing I would say that I would never say out loud, but you think you said it. Right. So this is what this guy's doing. He's going. Honestly, ahead of this. <laughs> right, like right like in his mind he's done the worst thing he's taken out a woman's put tampon he put it in his pocket to do something weird with later i want to know like how bloody was it how Sweet bloody was it, it? <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening please write back and let well, us know Well, how bloody can it get i guess it can get pretty bloody like like could I mean that's what it catches blood so you can imagine I, I, it, it could I'm get, aware it could of get, what it does it could get pretty bloody. Well, could you take depends it? how heavy your flow is. Heavy flow is like one of those phrases that'll never not jar me. <laughs> uh, heavy flow. Heavy flow. Oh, it's like tuna fish sandwich. Get out of here. I love tuna. Oh, what if you took? Could you take a tampon and wring it like a towel? And have blood come out from wringing it. I would say yes. Wow. Maddie, what do you think? Maddie? I think it's possible. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Forget it. She's like, I don't know about Maddie's you. Maddie's a lady. With the heavy flow. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that, a, was that an HR <laughs> breach? Right. I think. <laughs> I, I, forced, I forced her to tell us I, <laughs> You asked, and for some reason, I was very comfortable going, yeah, what's going on over here? <laughs> I'm sorry, don't sue me. Um, <laughs> I totally turned going, yeah, so what's going <laughs> Sean, what's your period like? Now that we got to get everyone involved to make this less awkward. No. Um, well, I guess I'm revealing a lot about myself, but Listen, I think you could. I'll, I, I, gotta make fe- I feel like I got to make everyone feel comfortable. <laughs> I had diarrhea today. I feel I'll better. Admit it. I feel okay. better. I feel better. Loose okay. shit. Okay, let's all, right. all be honest. I'm uh, listen. I'm trying to help. Help me <laughs> to help this you. A, yeah, I'm, I've never felt more like a disgusting. I had yeah, yeah. <laughs> bringing the tampon out. <laughs> <laughs> I also had a heavy flow of yes. diarrhea. <laughs> I'm just trying this to help. This isn't helping. Not helping. This isn't helping. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess I'm the only one with a heavy flow. Okay, okay. F- flow Abraham. Oh, so given, glad we're in a work setting. Given there was no way he thought it was anyone else's, I figured I should probably explain. I guess one more and one important detail is that men and women's black jeans look and feel relatively similar when they're strewn on the floor and you're on all fours scrambling in the darkness. 
I agree with that. Yeah. That this, this mistake is not unbelievable to me at all. I totally agree. I think jeans are very... I, have you ever put on a, a woman's jacket by accident? I, it's very embarrassing for me. <laughs> I put on a man. I've been like accidentally grabbed a jacket and it's like not mine. Right. I, I feel like I'm like the fattest person. I like, put, put on a woman's jacket like a pinky gets in. Yeah, this is way believable. Way more believable than wringing out a tampon and having blood squirt everywhere. Oh my God. It's possible. <laughs> not everyone has a life flow. He was a great sport about it. <laughs> I'm just more. So I a, bet the audience a, is getting to know me better. You better. Oh my God. I'm not some sort of whore <laughs> with a heavy flow. A, I'm more spotty. With a, with a, to quote Mean Girls, uh, heavy flow in a wide set vagina. I <laughs> 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 never heard that line. Am I, am I the only one who knows that line? What, was that, what part is that from? That's so, so specific. She, it was like the, it was when the burn book gets out and she's right. like, Someone wrote in that book that I'm not a virgin because I use super jumbo tampons, but it's not my fault that I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that do you think that's the funniest female like led movie? I think it is personally. It is the most true to life. Like I, I, I feel like I could quote every single line from that movie. But that line is so incredibly funny and so incredibly female. Yes. Like I have, I couldn't write that. I could. Ten no men chance, in a yeah. room couldn't write right. that. No, it's hysterical. It's. I mean, Tina Fey wrote. You know that. It's like, so accurate. It's That's so why, accurate right, to the way women speak to each other and just speak generally, and the way you, you and just talk that, shit. right, and the way you like only the the references just so specific, right? Even like bridesmaids, like is funny, but there's like a lot of like stuff that I'm like, I don't know if it could it's as specific as Mean Girls. Maybe I'm trying to bridesmaids is an amazing movie too. I think it's this, also uh, Mean Girls came out in 2004 when I was actually like in high school, mm. and I think that added to the feeling of like I understand because the movie's about high school, right? Every single like this is so accurate. It, I, I think for, in the same way, super bad, like when, when you were in high school, brought out right, yeah, and and also brought up memories of like the feelings a young man boy had. Right. Like when they run to go look at the woman's boobs, there's nothing I've related to more in my entire <laughs> life. Like when they go, let's go see what these warlocks look like. <laughs> it is like, I'm like, whoa, you know, like I'm like, I can't believe they, they like hit iconic. me right. Iconic. Wide set vagina. That's a great line blood. though. I've never gotten a chance to quote it until right now. So, and it made perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, he was a sport, a great sport about it. Was glad my explanation made more sense than what he thought. Yeah, I would be so fucking relieved. That's probably why he's at your apartment the next day to begin with. To make sure that he didn't steal your tampon and right. put it in his back pocket. Right. He's like, I'm going to have a me too on my hands. <laughs> the likes of which have never been seen. Um, and though I was and still am screaming internally and mortified, I also have no idea why it didn't just occur to me to ask him where to bin it. This person, is this English woman Bennett or New England? We The waste paper basket is, is a very New England, but that's drunk logic for you. And to all your male listeners, listen up, men. I make an impassioned plea to get, please get a little bin for your bathroom. And in terms of a name for the story, me and my friends were thinking Bloody Mary. 
The Artful Dodger pick a pocket. That's funny. Um, would love to hear your thoughts, J&J. Lots of love and a very embarrassed listener. I Well, hold on. Before we get into the, uh, the, the names, I, t- I hate when there's not multiple garbages in people's living spaces. Okay. This bothers me. You forgot if- to put it on your list. <laughs> put- garbage in every room. Garbage yeah. in every corner. It drives me crazy. I stayed at a comedy, con- some of the comedy clubs have no like garbage. condos. There was no garbage. I was like, so you had to like make your little bag from the CVS I bag. I hate that garbage shit. Garbage is everywhere. When I lived in Williamsburg, that was my biggest issue with the entire borough. Oh, really? Brooklyn doesn't have garbages on every corner like Manhattan does. Manhattan has a garbage everywhere you look. Every uh, street corner has a garbage. I cannot. I would never move to Brooklyn hearing this. Just for that Just reason. Just for that yes. reason. I am. I am. I get so annoyed when there's no garbage. Well, I, oh. I feel you. What would you call this one? I liked uh, Maddie had some good names. Pocket Pussy. <laughs> drunk Detective. Tampon right. Tampering. Right. You- I, I had because I kept thinking of Magic Mike, okay, and then him thinking that it, like that it, was it was a like magic, magic show. trick. The ta-da! I like that. <laughs> That's what I had. Found I, it. Found it. <laughs> um, heavy flow. Wide set vagina. <laughs> Wide set vagina. <laughs> um, garbage, garbage everywhere. Not a place to throw it because <laughs> she's at his place. Garbage yes. place. And so this is a call to action. Garbage is in every room. Right. Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday is good. Denim, blood. I don't know. If you guys have a name, that's also good. The old switcheroo. I don't know. Because they switch the jeans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I think. I think the audience can do better, guys. Let us right. know if you have a, if you have a DM us. You up at you. Up podcast. UUP at Betches.com uh, at U.up.podcast. <laughs> How about uh, DNA in my jeans? That's good. A little DNA check. A little swab. Let's, let's do a red flag or deal breaker. You find uh, the condom in the back My back pocket. of my pocket? That seems less gross to me. Less gross? I think so. Cummy condom? Well, condom has been inside you. Sure. Already. Ew. Right? Yeah. Tampon, not as much. But if this guy's okay with period sex, I'm sure he's fine with the tampon. I would have no issue. I would be. I would keep I'm, it. I would, yeah. Frame it. <laughs> in, case, in case she comes back and needs to needs a tampon again. <laughs> Got you, girl. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I got extra tampons in the back. There you go. Um, yeah. It would be found a condom in the back pocket. That explanation, funny. Not mine. We didn't use a condom. Okay. And there's a con- there's a used condom in the, my, my jeans back pocket. Different oh, story. Different story. Not yours. What if? Okay, so he comes over the next day to explain himself, and he goes, "Found one of yours and has it with him still." The tampon. Yes. Kind of gross, but if I was the one who put it in his back pocket, I probably couldn't right. say much. Looking for something? <laughs> <laughs> Pulls it out. <laughs> Do you need one of these? Right. <laughs> Thought you'd get away with it, huh? <laughs> That's a good name. Thought you'd get and away with it. I would have gotten that. away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling. <laughs> for those meddling jeans. Yes. And I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for a size 28 West of a waist <laughs> that made me think they were my jeans. Yeah, I would hope that his jeans weren't 
either jeans weren't super expensive that we're putting we're just throwing tampons well, in the ta- that comes out right blood yeah yeah i guess i think so is period blood you know is it it's not like blood blood it's it's real blood I always what kind of thought blood did of, you think it was? I don't know. I always thought it was like this, like viscous it, it amalgamation. Is. That makes of it probably things. worse, though. Really, it's thicker. Can be th- can be thicker. I'm getting really into the weeds here. <laughs> Immediately regret all the information Let's, that I bulged about. I, I'm about so happy. It. This is going to be people's favorite one. Let's do another email. Anatomy 101. We need another health class lesson. <laughs> We Bring should get a health teacher on here. I would love to that. just dispel all of the, uh, the the wrong information we're giving the masses. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. All right, let's do another one. Hi, J&J. Huge fan of the pod. Found you in the woes of 2020. I'm now a proud benefit subscriber. Love to hear it. Love it. I'm a single 27-year-old female living in NYC whose last relationship that lasted more than a couple months was in college. Altogether, not a lot of luck in the dating pool here. As I sat down to make my what do I want in a partner list, thanks for the inspo, Jordana. Stay (laughs) tuned for the benefits episode if it's not already out now. Yours is out. Yes, but then we did both of our lists in in the next one. Right. I think it'll be out by the time this happens. Yeah. And if you want to subscribe on Apple, just hit that button uh, and Spotify. Just search you up with benefits. Yes. So she's as I sat down to, to make my what do I want in a partner list? I kept coming back to this question. What's the difference between having realistic expectations and settling? I feel like I have fairly high expectations for my future partner, but I also have very high expectations for myself. I'm an awesome person who is fun, nice, genuine, attractive, has a good job and life goals, and I would like the person I'm with to be the same. I would absolutely love to be in a relationship. I love love and would honestly be a great girlfriend. But balancing loving being independent and single and wanting something more is very complicated and super fun place to be. It's a very complicated and super fun place to be. I really have no intent. She's got a few spelling errors here. I don't know how amazing she is. Uh, (laughs) I really have no intent in being in a relationship out of uh, boredom or convenience. How do I know if I'm being too picky and my expectations are too high? And if I waver, what's considered settling and what is just having realistic expectations? Thanks for the wisdom. As always, a most likely too picky batch. I feel like this is a good one for you. It's a good one for me. I relate to them, but I think there's something in their email. Sometimes the answer is in the email. And mm-hmm. like, she's so vague. 
with what right. makes, you know, like the idea that like fun, fun, nice, <laughs> genuine, attractive has a good job and life goals. Like everyone could be described that way and also not described that way, depending on like the moment and who you're asking and who and whether you're attracted. Yeah. And whether you like them, you know, like you can back your way into those as descriptions for someone. Right. You know, oh, they're fun. They're, 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 they're you know, they're genuine, attractive. Like those are all things you say also, no, after the fact. Right. No one doesn't think that they are these things. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So I, I think like their problem is like they are inventing because they don't haven't been in a lot of relationships. They're just inventing this. They're acting as if this person doesn't exist. Like right. there's some sort of like cartoonish ghost they wrote up, but it's like whoever, everyone that you, every couple you see, no matter how garbage you think that couple is, they say these things about each other. Yes. It doesn't matter. Every you know, single person thinks that they're fun, nice, genuine, attractive. And I don't know about having a good job. That's still kind of subjective. Right. It, it totally. Yeah. Listen, some of you animals are dating teachers. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many people have come up to me? The teacher community, the, the well, union, the union. <laughs> the union. You're gonna get a cease and desist from the union. <laughs> I get so many. People, you know, I'll get DMs. Well, I'm not a teacher, so you might like me. I you're can't like, wait for you to have kids, and then this episode gets unearthed and sent to all their teachers. <laughs> Daddy, why do I keep failing? Because your because the teacher said teacher said go ask your dad your father to right. teach you math. See how easy it is. Right. Because I called them undateable monsters. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please. Um, but yeah, so I a lot of people would say a teacher is a great job. Absolutely. So and and I would too. That's <laughs> not a great job. Here's the thing. But then that just proves our point. Right. Yes. It doesn't, what she's, I think she's so, in her mind, and, and the the fact that she wrote, I'm too, uh, she signs a, a most likely too picky betch. You're not too picky, picky for wanting a fun, genuine person who's motivated and has a good job. Those also aren't good things to write on a list to me. They're not. That's a good point. They're not specific enough. So like, and I'll I'll use a specific example that I learned from dating many people mm. is like writes like you know positive. Let's say I wrote positive on my list, mm -hmm. right? What would that? What does that mean? If right. I wrote responds to my text within X amount of time, enthusiastic with an exclamation point, fine. Yeah, that's something that's like a specific need that I've discovered that I that I want that I didn't have before that I can see wants to see me more than once a week. Well, that's Fine. the problem with their sign off. They're saying right. they're too picky for having these vague things to them. This must sound like you're the pickiest person alive, which you're I not. Think so, I don't though, think right? you yeah. No, you're it's not, but I'm saying because they won't, e they're saying they're picky now for wanting a nice guy. What does that mean? <laughs> it's crazy. Right. That's what I'm saying. A nice so they guy. need to be more picky. They need to say yeah. like, be okay with some of these things that don't sound good. Like that's why, what did I have in there? Plans dates more than 24 hours in advance. That's a measurable right. like thing. <laughs> and a lot of these list items become things that you have to be, they're allowances to be turned off. Mm -hmm. And that's the big thing is like, this person has to be okay being turned off by someone. And you also have to be 
come to terms with what, what turns you on. Right. This person is like, they're, they're putting everything on in a, a, what's it called? Like a, uh, in a hypothetical. Like she has nothing that is like. Right. What's the solid. example that you're talking about that makes you too picky? Right. Because I would say to someone, there's no such thing. Right. As too picky. Like, and I'm saying that as a single person who's probably someone could be listening. To, oh, Jared's too picky. Well, that's your opinion. Well, it's all everything in life is about wh what are you looking for in what period of time? And those are things that I think are important to consider. Right. right. You could spend your entire life never settling because the per quote unquote, because you haven't found the perfect person. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think there's like a few things to consider when you're thinking about a partner. A time, I don't. I don't think a timeline is bad if you have a sense right. of like I would like to think about if you were buying a house, mm -hmm. right? And you're never gonna find the perfect house. Every house has some sort of trade off, something wrong with it. Right. If I need a house in ten years, I can take my time and wait and see what happens. If I'm kind of like I have, you know, I, I gotta get out of my. I need a house in this period of time. Maybe there's certain things that you're okay with, you know, letting. That are that you've decided are more important, so this is what you're prioritizing. Mm -hmm. So I do think time, and I think that's why men are so much more non-committal or more don't care about the settling down later because time is on their side, and in right. their, their mind, they're like, "I'm not going to settle," but they're just dealing with an entirely different set of circumstances. Right? No, I, I completely agree, and that's why you know because nothing I, is perfect. Nothing's perfect, and I think that's comes down to like. You know, I think this person, the way they wrote their email, it sounds like someone who like, the idea of like settling, to me, settling is not being excited to to do things with this, this person. Yeah. And still doing them with them. You know, and it's like, I think also because they haven't been in any relationships, they said I've only had a couple month long thing in college and nothing else. You can go, well, I'll, they might be in a mode where like, well, I'll I'll do. I just want to get to dating and being in a long term thing. You're saying she is like that. I think so. Like I think when you say like you're afraid of a nice guy being too picky, you know, like but she says she loves being independent and single. Sure, but I think she has some fear. Uh, when nice guy is your standard, right? That means, and then you're going. I don't want to settle. That means you maybe feel a little bit worried that just any nice guy will do. Right. Yeah. And, that, and, I, and it's it's like the, it's almost the reverse of what she thinks she is. And I, I agree with what you're saying. It's like if you're not excited, that's your number one thing to think about. Right. Right. There's a difference between like I'm not excited to do this mm -hmm. and I'm excited, but I also know this person isn't perfect. Right. Those are two very different things. You can be excited and not delusional. Um, right. <laughs> or you can... Yeah, it's delusion to just keep pushing through. Well, maybe the next thing will excite me. Right. I mean, I had a version of that in my own life, you know, where you go, oh, maybe the, the move-in will get me to the next spot. Right. Maybe this will get me to the next thing. And you go, it's never, that's never going to yeah. be the case. I agree. You should always be excited. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, yeah. it's hard to judge. Overall. Right. Overall. Right. Not again. Not every single. And again, going, your thoughts are impermanent. Nobody's right? excited to go to someone else's house for the holidays. 
<laughs> you know, like you're not. But are you excited to like talk it out with that person after it's done? Like, are yeah. you excited to like hang out with them alone? Right. Like, are you, are you excited, excited for, for date four? Are you excited that going home means like, oh, that may, you know, I, you know, maybe getting engaged to this person, like, yeah, and figure out, you know, those are, and it's hard to distinguish between, but I think this person specifically because of what they wrote in their email, they're like almost so afraid of their own lack of knowledge of their own standards. Right. And I do think to an extent it is a gut thing. It's like the hardest gut thing. Is it? I mean, I'm looking back at all the decisions that I made, like in relationships. I'm like, man, I can't believe I made those decisions. Because you weren't excited. Right. And then like how sure I was then and now being single now you go, how was I so sure when I'm not so sure? So you were excited. And sure-ish. I guess at certain points or else I wouldn't have stayed in them for what I'd stayed in them. But then you look back and you go, you know, you you trust your gut enough. You go, how many times was the gut in control? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I. Yeah. Again, I think that also comes down to like a timeline. Right. Like. Right. Well, that I guess I, in every one of those situations, I'm going, I'm at this point in right. time. Yeah. I'm not as pumped as I would like to be. I'm going to bail out. Yeah. And I think for this person, when you go, we're two months in and I'm pumped to see what the next thing happens. Oh, good. Keep being pumped. Right. And settling is when you're not excited about something and you do it anyway because you feel like you're... You have to. I guess I, I guess the question would, would be like, what's exciting? You know, like that changes over time too. That's also true. Also, the person you're with is not exciting at every moment. In the beginning though, and I think that's where she's at. Right. In the beginning, you should be excited. Because there's someone married five years ago going, oh, these two don't even know. Like, you know, like it doesn't get exciting, you know, down the road. And, and right. you go, but no, but are you excited to like have weird things happen and experience them with your partner right and i mean again everything lose everything every uh familiarity like we said does become less exciting over time so that's why in the beginning it's more of a measure right Right? no i agree and then maybe that changed to just overall happiness total overall like you know contentment contentment yeah yeah never i yeah i agree with that things are not exciting at every moment right with anyone ever for over a long period of time and I think for this person, let's get more specific. Yes. Because then you can go, well, I'm not excited. The guy didn't even text me in under a day. You start admitting yeah. those things. Turned off. UUP at Betches.com. Let's play some games. All right, let's do it. Hi, J&J. Huge fan of the podcast. Listen to it while I run bragging you got <laughs> okay <clears throat> okay five care you guys always keep me laughing i probably look like the biggest goof when cars drive by me as i'm smiling and exercising All we get that. it we get it you <laughs> exercise you're active so thank you for making the time fly by this will be my first time writing in and this scenario is too good not to share 
I was recently talking with my friend about this guy she was starting to date. She was really into him. They went to the same college, had a successful, he had a successful, good paying job, and he seemed like a fun guy. But- Send him to the other woman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fun guy. She's fun. Good job. Not a good writer. But she, but she mentioned that he had this idea to buy products at a low price and resell them on Amazon or eBay for a profit, except for the fact that the only products he bought were kids' toys. I know this isn't unheard of for people to resell items, but it seemed odd that he would specifically target kids' toys. Additionally, once he had bought his merchandise, he couldn't figure it out slash put in the effort to actually resell them. So he had hundreds of kids' toys and boxes lying around his apartment. He tried to keep his side gig a secret from her as long as possible, but obviously couldn't keep them hidden for long since she would go over to his apartment. When she told me the story, I personally thought that reselling products, specifically kids' toys, was a red flag. (laughs) Anyone want a uh, Barbie (laughs) Range Rover? Got all these Barbies. It would be so weird to go to a guy's place, unopened closet full of Barbies. Right? (laughs) Anyone want some Legos? (laughs) I've got plenty. So creepy when you put it that way. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to go grab a jacket. What the fuck is this? 7,000 Furbies. When she told me the story, I personally thought that reselling products, specifically kids' toys, was a red flag. Especially since he has a good job and doesn't need the additional income. It was a deal breaker for my friend, but wanted to get your thoughts. Red flag or deal breaker? He has hundreds of kids' toys lying around his apartment. That It's funny that last line doesn't really explain it all as, that well. It's not even as bad as, as the real thing, I think. Well, okay, what do you think? I think this is so creepy. I would definitely really? be out. 100%. First of all, again, mm. you have a well-paying job, but you're, what are the margins on Legos that He's you could possibly be reselling for? <laughs> He's addicted to the hustle. Sell something else. Sell Rolexes. No, no, no. Um, the kids' toys, super creepy. I think also just like I've creepy got- for a grown man to have an apartment full of kids' toys. The fact that he tried to hide it from her, I got. I would be like, I can't. There's something, there's something more sinister going on here. Right. There's weird. The hiding's the bad part. It's all never the cover. It. It's not even the crime. It's always the cover. It's up. all of it. It reminds me of Forty Year Old Virgin, where he's all the action figures. Well, that made sense. He sold it for a lot of money in that movie. I got your Paw Patrol. Got your <laughs> Blues Clues. <laughs> Monopoly. Yeah, no. Come get your Avengers officially licensed toys. Here's the other thing. It's like the fact that it's kids' toys makes it more sinister, not just because it's like creepy because they're kids' toys and right. a grown man, but also because it's kind of like you're reselling toys to then what, ex- like exploit parents in need of toys? That's the reason it makes the most sense. That's the, that's what makes it less creepy to me. We're, and because that's on you, eBay? Well, because if you find, there's an Office episode where Dwight yes. goes and buys all the- Do like, you want to date Dwight? Listen, Dwight was a entrepreneur. This is uh, very, uh, to me, the kids' toys, here's how I empathize with the kids' toys. If you're looking to have a markup on an item, what Dwight would do and what people do is they go and find the toy that's the hot toy. They go buy a bunch of them and they go, let me take advantage of some idiot dads who didn't plan for the holidays. Yeah, I think that's kind of fucked up. Well... (laughs) 
<laughs> let's say he was, let's say instead of it's toys. It's like, oh, there's a hurricane coming. Let me buy all the toilet paper. I was just going to say that. Yeah, price gouging. It's fucked up. <laughs> During the pandemic, would you, they go to the store, they buy every mask, every every single mask, and they resell Gone, them. over. Would you be okay, red flag or deal breaker? And you found out that you're getting, you, you're on the flight to Cancun. Mike looks at you and goes, this was all paid for. With K95 masks? No. I mean, why don't I just date Tony Soprano? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... I... I Same scenario. I would be so turned on. You'd be into it. Oh, my God. Where did you make this money? Polly Pockets. I was, taking, I was taking advantage of little kids. You'd love it. <laughs> I'd be like, what? What do you mean taking advantage? Oh, yeah. I sold those Barbies at a 100% markup. Enjoy first class, honey. You're into it. Yeah. I'm I am so into it. Just the the thought wow. of like I'm gonna fuck these idiots over. Parents, <laughs> and I think it's the parents. <laughs> I I would it, I'm making a lot of assumptions that like like I hope this he guy even, he's not even selling them. They're all in his apartment. Right. He's too well, lazy to he's sell them. A failure at this not as hot. Yeah. If he's now he's got, a hoarder. <laughs> These are worth something. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. I got these Funko Pop. Yeah. You ever why, see those? Why don't <laughs> you collect Pop? stocks and then <laughs> sell them when the price increases? That's hotter to me. I, <laughs> I got your Care Bears. <laughs> Just imagine him in a park selling them like he's at a baseball game. Go buy some fucking crypto or something. I don't know. Crypto's yeah. better than this? Yeah, crypto's better than this. He was, wow. Even though it's not having a moment at the moment. I, I guess, I don't know, there's something. I guess the male, an, a man selling Care Bears on a chat room and you're not sure who he's talking to. Poorly. Not done. Not Poorly. <laughs> not not a successful Care Bear salesman. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if this is the prelude to him inventing Amazon, maybe. Well, but it would have to be going in that Jeff direction. Jeff Bezos, yeah, I was in my garage. No woman believed in buying it. Buying and selling things on the internet. <laughs> it is creepy. It's creepy until you're it's, a billionaire. It's, yeah. Cre yeah, it's creepy until it's not, until you're on that private jet. Yeah, no, this is creepy. I'm out. Anyway. Let's um, do another one. Hi, Jared and Jordan. I've been listening to the UF podcast for a few years, ever since my therapist sent me, sent me an article from the Betches website. Whoa. Love it. Got to find out who wrote that one. Right. Which therapist that was. <laughs> I was single for a few years in my 20s, and I went on plenty of average dates, but one in particular stands out. I met a guy from Hinge at a brewery for our first date. He brought He bought me a beer, and we sat outside. When we first got our beers, he offered me a sip of his so I could try it, and he tried a sip of mine. An hour or so went by, and I started to get cold, so we decided to move indoors. I had about three to four sips of beer left, and when we set up to move, he picked up my beer and gulped down the rest of it. <laughs> I looked at him. <laughs> I looked at him in surprise and said, I wasn't finished with that. He said, oh, sorry, I thought we were sharing beers. What? <laughs> in my opinion, having one sip of each other's beers doesn't really count as sharing, but he offered to buy me another beer, so I brushed it off as a misunderstanding. A little while later, I went to the bathroom. At this point, I again had about three to four sips of beer left. When I got back from the bathroom, my beer was gone. I said, did you finish my beer again? <laughs> he responded with, what do you mean? And acted like this was the first time this had ever happened. 
At this point, I was pretty confused, ended the date shortly after. I brought the story to the brunch table and my friends could not figure this one out. I thought maybe I was just being selfish, but they all agreed this was extremely weird for a first date. It ended up being a deal breaker for me when I politely told him I wasn't interested in another date. He told me to go fuck myself. So obviously I dodged a bullet there. That's fair. So red flag or deal breaker. They finish your drink without asking not once, but twice on a first date. Well, curious about your thoughts. I'm about to solve this mystery for her. Drinking problem? Yeah. This okay. guy's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. there's no question. That was my hunch. Right. Well, they say um, it was like, it was like, you know, you have a problem when you won't share your drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it goes the other way, yeah. too. Yeah, right. When right? you're so, taking someone else's. Right. Yeah. That you're just assuming their drugs are your drugs. Mm-hmm. No, this is what alcoholics do. Like, not to be... That's why he was on the date. <laughs> right. No, I mean, yeah. to take the sip, and I thought we were, like, it's... No, 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 this guy has a serious issue. And if you've ever drank with someone who's an alcoholic... It is that is, what they do? N- here's what I... was just collecting the, 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 uh, the drinks from the whole table? Kind of. But okay. here's what happens, and I've had this happen. I know some people are sober now, thankfully. Um, but you're you're sitting with them... And over the same amount of time, having a drink, and over the same amount of time, you're fine, and they're gone. And you're like, how did that happen? And it's because they do shit like this. You know, where you'll be like, I'm having a beer. And then you turn to them, how are they so drunk already? And you realize that they're taking shots on the side. Every time they go to the bathroom, they take a shot. Every time you leave, they'll drink the end of your drink, and you'll go, what happened to my drink? And they'll go, oh, I got you a new one. Yeah. You know, it's like stuff like that. That this is, I mean, and the fact that he wrote "Go fuck yourself." That also shows he might not be might not have been sober. When, well, yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, you dodge a bullet as far. You know, I hope this person got well or doing better. But yeah, yeah. that's all I could think to of. To me, it's time. much more about the alcohol than being rude. Right. Almost. Right. This is this is beyond. <laughs> I thought we were sharing. Right. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Like if I was, I always thought she wouldn't notice because she like went to the bathroom or she. That's also like like it's clearly a a thing for him. Absolutely, like you know, and I do understand. Hey, I got this drink, you got that drink. Want to try mine? Want to try yours? That's a different story than I guess I have free reign to your drink. Right? Yeah, person has an issue. Right. Let's do one more. J and J. I love your podcast and really value the perspectives you bring to dating and relationship questions. I'm a single 30-year-old woman, and I live in the city with one of my close friends who is a single 30-year-old guy. We're both straight, but have never hooked up or had any other than a platonic relationship. We're both on the apps and have come across mixed reactions from our dates when they learn that we're roommates with someone straight and single of the opposite sex. My question is, would that be a red flag or deal breaker to you? And when is the right time to bring it up? It's not something I try to hide, but I'm wondering if I'm talking about it too soon. Uh, making it a turnoff. Would you would love your thoughts on this? Thanks so much. What do you think? You know, Mike had a uh, female roommate. Really? Him. Yeah. Well, one he lived with two people: a man, one of his friends, mm-hmm. and a, a woman. How did he bring it up to you? Told me on the first date. Yeah. yeah. What did you say? He said she helped him pick out the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> what was your thought? Um, I especially say, being an anxious right. dater, sure. I was wondering what you know. Um, I would say. I wasn't like my favorite thing, mm-hmm. but I didn't care that much, especially just because like the way that he, the way that he described it, it seemed very like not like not a thing. 
Right. And you'd have, I guess, you'd have to be a crazy person mm-hmm. to be on a first date. Hey, I'm single. I'm on the first date. But I also live with this fuck buddy. <laughs> like, if that's your thing that you're doing, that's a little wild to me. Right. And then to go, yeah, it's just, it's just my roommate. And not admit to it or right. not come out clean about You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think... What I think this person, if, the, if someone has a problem with it, you're dealing with someone who's very self-conscious. Like yeah. you were confident enough in yourself mm-hmm. to go, oh, you have a female roommate, whatever. I have to, I have, I have to have the confidence to, to, to assume that not all roommates are just fucking. Right. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it, I think a very self-conscious person would take, would, would get weirded out by it to me. Yeah, no, I agree. It wasn't it wasn't a uh, that big of a deal, and also just like I think you could tell very quickly like what even the deal like, was. Yeah, what the deal is. Like you said, like someone's not like, yeah, we've like hooked me and my roommate, or my ex girlfriend. If it was like, oh, my roommate's my ex girlfriend, different story. We still live together. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. But yeah. the way, yeah, the way it was described didn't seem like that that crazy. I think that's the biggest part. Mm-hmm. How you describe it. Mm-hmm. I live with this person. We got matched up through a friend. They're great. Yeah, we're we're friendly, but we don't go out together a lot. Like like you would any roommate, right? You know, like yeah. uh, and if someone right. has a problem, I think that that's someone a good had, it's a good thing for them to right for you. Yeah, to that's say. more of a red flag if someone has an issue with it. Did you have you what would what would you think? I wouldn't think anything of it all. Wouldn't I don't know. I maybe it's I I I like to think it's confidence that I'd be like, oh right. cool. How do you guys know each other? Right. How'd you get put together? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I have I it wouldn't even move me to anything. Yeah. If I, I would that. like I wouldn't I'm not gonna, I wouldn't like not think about it at all. But I don't think but obviously I mean, I did happen. So I didn't care. Listen, it's all day. in how it's presented to you. If I said, oh, how did you meet your roommate? Well, we met on Tinder. <laughs> and then we worked out better as just living. You know, I go, oh, that's a little bizarre. Right. What? And then I would have more questions. Right. What got you to the point where you're like, I don't have attraction for this. You know, you, yeah. you and you have to be OK with those questions. But if you go, oh, we have mutual friends from high school and we're both looking for a roommate. And right. I yeah. don't like living alone. I'm 30. I'm like kind of I could live on my own if I wanted to. But I kind of like, you know, the action that comes with like having roommates. Yeah. Boom. It's a different story. Yeah. We solved dating again. We did it. Proud of us. Per usual. People. We're here every Wednesday and Sunday. Yes. Keep telling your friends. If you're here this deep into the episode, that means you enjoy the conversation we're having here. Tell us, tell a friend, rate, review, and subscribe. I read all the reviews. They've been wonderful. Love it. And we'll see you on Sunday. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.